0: It's a way around it and it really works and it can convert better. I did a whole webinar series where I did a webinar campaign uh, and I had 60% conversion for my webinar with the Instagram stories,
1: Wow! whereas
0: typical is 20% or less. Yeah, 60% conversion rate. It was crazy.
1: Welcome to the Get Real About Business podcast where we uncover the real deal on what it takes to start and grow a business fast. It's all about earning the right, where we work hard today, so we can reap the reward tomorrow. Prepare for some hot tips today. I'll be your host, Mike Melody. Hey, hey, welcome back. This is episode 43, and you're listening to the Get Real About Business podcast. And today we're talking about how to get to grips with Facebook ads. So this is all about generating leads to your business by sending highly targeted ads that unlike most forms of advertising, you only pay for the advert when a person actually takes some kind of action. So just think about that for a moment. If you advertise on the radio, the TV, or in some kind of directory or newspaper, What you do is you go out and and you pay for the privilege of the broadcast. And that's what you're paying for. You're paying for the broadcast just to get your message out. And sure, you get some idea about who the demographic is that will consume that kind of content. But even if you're advertising, let's say, in a newspaper or on a radio, where you know that that's within your target market, you don't know, whether people are actually going to be listening to it at that time. And you don't know whether people are actually going to take action on it because perhaps they've got other things going on in their lives. And so one of the wonderful things about paid traffic, pay-per-click, Facebook ads just being one example of it, is that you only pay when people actually take some kind of action. And that's really exciting. So to help us with that, I have a guest today and this is social media superstar. Um, I know that's what she is because it says it on her podcast. I have Janet Johnson with me. Now Janet is the host to the Business Growth Time podcast. Uh, She's a social media expert. She specializes in Facebook, Facebook ads, Pinterest, Instagram, content and video marketing. More than 19 years of experience and millions of dollars earned for her clients and for her own business and it's all using online marketing strategies. So this really is going to be a good episode because Janet is definitely the right person for us. Today, I'm going to be digging for gold. I'm going to be looking to get Janet to reveal her most closely guarded secrets. And failing that, we'll talk about Facebook ads. And this is all about how we can make it highly implementable. Now, if you've listened to our previous episode, episode 23, when I was interviewing Sam Bailey, we spoke about Facebook ads then. And really today is kind of continuing that conversation, one of the things that we focused on episode 23 is that getting your audience right is really important. So I wanna ask Janet about that, how you get your ads in front of the right people, I also want to find out what it is that you need to do in order to get the most bang for your buck because you know what it's like if you just start throwing money at something even though you've got these amazing powerful tools to reach the right people if you're not careful you end up throwing lots of money at something and it doesn't stick so this is all about how we can make it work for us janet so glad to have you on the show here today
0: well, oh, thanks, Clive. It's awesome to be here. I appreciate that intro. Wow. <laughs> awesome. Thank, thank you. Glad to be here.
1: Now, before we get talking about Facebook ads, um, I know that you and I have something in common already, and that's, that's that we both podcast. Because, mm-hmm. yep. as I mentioned, you have a podcast of your own. We were just talking about it before we got going. I, th- I think you've done over 120 episodes now. How's it going? We love it. You know, I have a
0: co-host. So it's two of us always on there interviewing. And um, we just have a lot of fun, you know, and that's the bottom line is we we have a lot of fun. And we also teach at the same time. And if it wasn't as fun as it was, I might not be doing it still. But it's just such a blast to get to meet people like this situation, you know, where I feel like we're meeting each other because we're through uh, video also that's right. and we're talking to each other and it's it's just neat to to be able to talk to people across the world. I mean, we're, I'm in Minnesota of all places, you know.
1: <laughs> I think that's the one thing that's really surprised me about this whole podcasting deal is that at uh, first it was just, well, how can I go out and share a message and, and get to know people? but it's just amazing how you really get to connect with so many different people and you feel like you really get to know them well, don't you? Cause you kind yeah. of a conversation.
0: Yep, exactly. Yep. Yep. And, and I am a big listener of podcasts too. So I think it just takes it to another level versus video. Video is great because you can see the person um, and you can see their gestures and that kind of thing. But when you're, a rollerblading that kind of thing, or or going for a walk, or cleaning your house, and you can listen and put somebody in your ear. It just kind of takes it getting to know them to the next level, also. So it's it's just a little. It's a different form. It's definitely a different form of marketing.
1: Yeah, yeah, sure, sure. So I am kind of curious a little bit about why Facebook ads. By the sound of it, you've got your toes in a number of different waters video marketing, content marketing, you know, or social media, there are a lot of platforms that you can go and and use. Why Facebook ads? Why is that so important to you?
0: You know, it's transformed over the years. Um, I kind of, you heard how long I've been in this world of online marketing and it started with eBay, believe it or not. So I started selling on eBay back in 1998. So we're We're actually about 20 years now. And, um, that just kind of began my love of marketing and just the internet world and it expanded and over the years i was google i mean i used to be the google gal and do all sorts of things with google too and uh jumped on myspace you know myspace was the deal i mean i'm aging myself here but then facebook was dumb back then and twitter what the heck is that you know so it just over the years really changed and transformed then then, 2007, uh, I actually started marketing Facebook a little bit more with business owners and put my husband's business on Facebook just to test the waters. He was always my guinea pig because he's a general contractor. And he ended up uh, doing very well back then, organically, not ads. So we're talking ads today a little more, but back then it was organic. So then I started going to other businesses and it was funny back then because they're like, it's Facebook thing. It's not going to be around for more than five years. You're lucky if it lasts for five years is what I was told. And you know, here we are today. So over the years, I, um, I've morphed my business. You just have to, because it's changed so drastically. I can't be the Google gal and the, LinkedIn and Twitter and Facebook and every, you just can't. It's every, the world has gotten too big on each platform. Yeah. So uh, over the years, I just kind of went where I saw it working the best for my clients. And I ended up having um, the clients that really were meant for Facebook so then I got to know Facebook very, very well. And then that's why I kind of moved my business there. And now, to be honest with you, just even over the last probably two years, it's really become more Facebook and Instagram. Just because Facebook owns Instagram, which makes kind of one and the same. It's so funny. I always laugh when people say, oh, I'm not going to, Facebook's dumb. I'm not going to market there, but they still have an Instagram account. I'm like, well, it's (laughs) one and the same. They are both, you know, owned by Facebook. Don't forget. So it is both platforms now. And even when I talk about Facebook marketing, I say Facebook and Instagram marketing or Facebook and Instagram advertising. Back to the original question that you really asked me is why Facebook? Um, You can't, You can't get a better targeted audience and uh, low cost and very focused and honed in on exactly what you want to convert to than Facebook advertising. It's the best out there. It really is. Google is different and Google is one of the best out there too. It's just gotten to be a little more, quite a bit more expensive
1: yeah yeah and i am a little bit curious as well because sometimes people ask me well you know what's going to happen with facebook because there's so much there's so much interest at the moment about facebook having having people's data um and as a marketer i get really excited about that but of what course I? <laughs> <laughs> I love that um but it seems that there's a lot of media attention to um the evil that is mark zuckerberg um not that i believe that but i think that it seems to me that they're out trying to, to trying to put a great service out there, and and there's a lack of trust. Do you think? I think it's naivety.
0: I'll be honest with you with the lack of trust. Um, for instance, Cambridge Analytica, when that happened, everybody had at the top of their feed that who was affected. Yeah. And I was one affected. And what what happened to me? Nothing. You know what I mean? Like, what did it really affect me? Nothing. Same with even, I don't know, Equifax. Have you heard about that had a breach? Uh,
1: no, I didn't know about that, that, that. Okay.
0: Equifax is one of the, the bureaus, the financial bureaus in the United States. I don't know if it's anywhere else. Yeah. And it had a major breach similar similar to Cambridge Analytica. Bottom line is I was part of that breach too. What happened to me? <laughs> Nothing. You know, Target Corporation, our biggest store, I have a credit card for. And I was part of the breach with the the debit card, and they sent all new cards. But what happened to me? Nothing. You know what I mean? So so the bottom line is I think people get real worried about it, but they're not doing anything with your data other than really trying to help market. Uh, There was a survey out there done by marketers of uh, would you rather see an ad in your feed that is targeted to you and something you might want or something that's completely off topic for, for you. And 65% wanted to see the product that was on topic. And it makes sense. We want to see that stuff. I mean, they targeted me lately with the beauty products galore. And I have, I got one yesterday. See, see, I have nice eyebrows. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Looking good.
0: (laughs) So I mean, it's like they're targeting the right people and we're buying. Uh, you know, and then I do the same thing on the other end. But bottom line is, it's typically staying within. And yes, there are things that can happen, but it can happen with other things too. That's what I'm trying to. The point is, it's not just Facebook. Google's got it happening behind the scenes. T- Twitter, um, Target Corporation, Equifax, whatever it may be. It's it's not safe anywhere necessarily. Um, but we all have to just kind of put our trust out there with, with different things.
1: Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't know if that's reassuring or scary at the same time. But, uh, <laughs> uh, but I, one of the things is, I suppose we have to ask yourself, is Facebook here to stay? What do you think? I think they
0: are. Well, I think that Facebook advertising has a good, strong five plus years ahead of them. Yeah. i will put it that way Yep. Yeah. and to be the top dog still they keep um the, the smartest thing they did was by instagram yeah and the way they, that has worked uh they they haven't even monetized groups yet if you think about it uh they brought in instagram stories for instance and facebook stories and that's one of the hottest Uh, ads right now that I'm doing is Instagram stories ads which is a stories wasn't even here a year ago so they keep doing things to change so that they stay up with the times and the best of the best will their prices go up are they going up well especially during the holiday season absolutely and will they go up and start becoming more like Google eventually yes but I do think they are um, definitely one of the top marketing avenues in the world right now for um marketing any type of business at this point
1: sure sure so what types of business do you think would really benefit from facebook and instagram ads
0: (laughs) all i mean i i don't i'm trying to think of ones that wouldn't to be honest with you and um i mean i've worked with uh, e-commerce does very very well Uh, local businesses do very very well Uh, coaches online marketers anything like that they that's where their bread and butter is I mean that's where they they grow their business and make their money Um, b2b used to not be so business to business if you were marketing to businesses it used to not work very well for Facebook a few years ago but now it they definitely hit the business to business and they are at this point still better than LinkedIn. Um, I'm hoping someday LinkedIn comes around and brings it down to the normal people level for their advertising. But at this point it's really sauce companies and big companies and you have to have a very large ad spend for, uh, LinkedIn and it just doesn't really work for the average person. But at this point so Facebook works great for business to business. So I, I really can't name one company that I can see that it wouldn't work for.
1: Yeah. Well so that's great. So we can all jump on board that that bandwagon. I I was interested in you saying about B2B and LinkedIn. And I was as soon as you said B2B, I thought, well LinkedIn. Um mm-hmm. but I haven't done any advertising on LinkedIn, but what I have heard is that it's really expensive. Mm-hmm. I think it's about return on investment. And I don't mind paying more for an ad if I know it's going to be in front of the right people and those people are more likely to say, gotcha. So. It could, you- I
0: think they're going to come around. I think they're going to come around. They're not there yet. Um, but they're start, like, they finally came around with video. And honestly, I mean, I, we did a whole podcast about this LinkedIn versus Facebook video. And right now organically, your video is going to go further on LinkedIn. Yeah. That's all another talk, but it is, but they're coming around eventually. Um, and so I'm hoping that they start bringing. They're they're trying to make it more. I mean, they're trying to make it more Facebooky. To be honest, I mean, it's now they just launched stories on LinkedIn. I mean, it's goofy. Um, <laughs> so they copy everything that's out there. So they are going to probably come around. But still, right now, the majority of the audiences are on Facebook, and they just their ad targeting, and you can target job titles. So you can target specific industries and businesses. It just it's still Facebook is great for
1: even Google. So give us an example of that. Uh, somebody that you might target. You know, what kind of detail can you get into there?
0: Yeah. Um, well, I run campaigns. I haven't run this for a while, uh, but I did run campaigns targeting jewelers, for instance. I have three luxury jewelers, uh, bringing on a fourth and a fifth soon. That I are part of my client base. Yep. And so I've, I've. one of my niches is the jewelry industry. So I decided to go out and target jewelers for business. And so I run that ad uh, and just targeted job title of jewelers. And, and there's different types of job titles you can dig down to. There weren't a lot. That's, a, that's one that there wasn't a whole bunch of. Um, but that was one and then I you can also go target for instance what uh, they would be looking at so there's Jeweler there's National Jewelers Association for instance so that was one thing I would target followers of the National Jewelers so that's the interest and that can get you to the jewelers also so think about that like if you want to target dentists for instance you can do the dental association and different followers of that in not just job titles. So you can get a little deeper if your audience isn't quite big enough or you're not finding enough people in
1: that niche. Wow. So, yeah, you get super targeted. Mm-hmm. You mentioned about Instagram stories. Mm-hmm. Actually, I saw them relatively recently, it looks like Facebook, there's some such things now as Facebook stories. Yeah, yep. I, I haven't even had chance to, to look into that. Um,
0: I've, I did Facebook stories right away, but people, it was it was funny because it was only marketers on it. I'm like, oh, yep. Like some people wouldn't see any stories at the top because none of their friends were marketers, whereas mine was all marketers. <laughs> <laughs> but but now it's starting to happen, and they have that included in the advertising too, yeah. so you can target Facebook stories and Instagram stories specifically um we test that completely separate with a lot of clients uh from the regular ads so we'll create a stories ad, like a stories tall graphic or tall video and then remove all targeting in our ads other than facebook i i typically only do instagram stories but i mean we could test both at this point. Yes. Um, Facebook and Instagram stories, and just have the ads run there only. It's it's a way. This is my secret sauce to overcome the not having ten thousand fans on your Instagram account. Because with Instagram, if you have ten thousand fans with Instagram stories, you can have a swipe up feature, meaning. You can swipe, you can tell people to swipe up on the account and when they swipe up, they get taken to a landing page, website, shopping, whatever it may be, to your, where you want to take them, to your website or whatever. Well, if you don't have the 10,000 fans, you can't do that, but you can get around it by paying for it and doing ads and just, you get that swipe Uh up feature with ads. So that's kind of like my, I teach this quite a bit. It's a way around it and it really works and it can convert better. I did a whole webinar series where I did a webinar campaign uh, and I had 60% conversion for my webinar with the Instagram stories.
1: Wow. Whereas
0: typical is 20% or less. Yeah. 60% conversion rate. It was crazy. So, and, and, and it's not always like that. So I do test. When I do it, I uh, test Instagram stories and then I'll run a regular campaign at the same time just to see which works better.
1: Okay. Okay. So anybody who's not familiar about Instagram stories and Facebook stories, what are they and and what's the difference between the two?
0: If anybody's familiar with Snapchat, they basically copied Snapchat once again. Everybody's a copycat in this world, it it seems like, aren't they? (laughs) Um, but bottom line is, but what happened was Instagram took off because I think people always, I even quit Snapchat when it launched because I was like, well, you know what? I already have a following on Instagram. Why keep spreading yourself too thin and building out all these different platforms? So if you have an Instagram account, what you want to do is you look at, go to your main homepage and you look at the top and you'll see circles across the top. And if you click on any of those circles, what happens is it's either a short 15-second video or a graphic. And how this works is it's basically uh, more a behind-the-scenes type thing. It's more your life story or what you're doing behind the scenes. It's not. It doesn't have to be as professional as your feed. So there's a feed. That's what you're scrolling up and down and stories are across the top. So it's actually like two platforms inside of one and they're two completely different things, but they all feed both feedback and forth to each other's account. So it's pretty cool. And the more stories you do, the better up your Instagram account is, you know, along with the posts And, and stories will grow in 2019 even more than you've seen before.
1: Wow. And it's, it's about 10, 15 seconds, is it? What's the duration? So
0: 15 seconds. So when I'm doing an ad, what I will do is I, and I, when anybody is doing an ad, the best ones I've had is con- on, for conversion was if you, you do a video and mine was a simple video where I just looked at the camera and I did thir- about 12 seconds talking about what they'd get out of the webinar. And at the very last three seconds, I said, swipe up to sign up or swipe up to learn more. So that's my little trick with that, but it does work best if you, and the more authentic you are in stories, the, the more clickable it is. If it's too uh, prim and proper, it might not get clicked through because it, stories aren't supposed to be prim and proper. I work with very, very high end luxury jewelers. I mean, I work yeah. with very high end jewelers and their feed has to be perfect. But stories does not have to be as perfect, if that makes sense.
1: It does. I, I think that the thing that concerns me as, as a marketer and as somebody who's always looking for, okay, how can I get my message out there? Uh, yeah. You know, and I, I completely agree with you about, that actually, videos work really well when they're raw. Um, mm-hmm. And you get a sense of who that person is. And, of course, that's one of the benefits about podcasting. That's certainly for me a major... Um, a driver here is that people get to find out who the real Clive and the real Janet is. I, I do get it from the perspective of being raw, but what scares me most is 15 seconds. What the hell can I do in 15 seconds?
0: Hey, Hello. I had 60% conversion on mine. All I said, I, and I, I, you know, this was um, about six months ago. Uh, I just said, Learn more about video. It was a video one. That was my webinar about talking about video marketing. Just You want the latest tips and tricks on video marketing? Swipe up to learn more. Whatever. You know, you just got to make it short and to the point. You got to just tell them what are they going to get out of it? That's always the key with marketing is what are they going to get? Not what are we going to give them or what are, you know, look at me, look at me. What are they going to get? What's a benefit for them?
1: Absolutely. So if you
0: get the benefits for them in that in 10 seconds, I know it's really hard to do, but if you can do it, possibly in 10 seconds. Now, they have launched Carousel, just so, you, so you're so you aware. They, you can do Carousel stories, too. I haven't tested that, tried that yet, where you can have more than one, so you could do it longer, but I'd say just try to get it under, under that you know 10 seconds basically is what you have you know see see, test it see if it works if it doesn't work you know you could try something else and that's one thing that um people ask me all the time you know can you guarantee that these you'll get these results no i can't i cannot guarantee you anything until i've tested it it is all about testing i mean do i know how to set up ads and how to write the copy and how to do the graphics and how to do the videos and how to find the right audiences, all those different pieces that go into place with Facebook ads, absolutely. But until I launch your ads and see how it goes, I don't. I have to uh, shift with the with the results, and yeah. I don't know until that's fully launched with any company.
1: Yeah. Testing is the key to it all, isn't it? to say mm-hmm. test the measure. Um, so I want to come back to this actually because I think that I, what I want to do is to get you to. a... Unpick how we go around split testing and, and testing one advert against another. What's your strategy for that? Before we do that, I mean, we talked stories. Um, mm-hmm. You've obviously got your use feed ads. You mentioned carousel. Are there any other types of ads that we should be aware of or think about using? Video ads. Video ads.
0: Yeah, video. I mean. When I tested static graphics, video ads, um, conversion ads are very important. If you're doing e-commerce, you should be targeting, you should have, I mean, it's deep. It gets, that gets complicated to be honest with you. It's something that you need to hire somebody for potentially or you really have to take some time to learn it because you need specific conversion pixels to add your shopping cart and you really want to be doing an add to cart feature Uh, versus just your typical late click because you're not going to be able to get the analytics that you really could and the targeting that you could if you don't go deeper with that. So the layers of it are just engagement. I mean, I think I can't give an exact number, but over 50% of the people that I talk to typically just hit the boost button. I mean, that's what the average business owner knows how to do. And that's going to get you, it's better, I always say it's better than no pay at all because Facebook is a pay to play. So it's better than no pay at all. Um, And you might be getting to your audience, that kind of thing, but that's typically just an engagement
1: ad.
0: Brand awareness is what that's going to get you. It's not gonna guarantee you any click through results, that kind of thing. So that's different types of ads. And then there's the video view ads. And um, those are all kind of the brand awareness campaigns. Whereas it goes deeper with conversion, but those you need to know how to set up a pixel. And the pixel is um, not terribly complicated, but it is something that you, it's for some people, it definitely is. Uh, Pixel tracks, it's a tracking code that you take from Facebook and you put on your website. And then there's deeper pixel tracking codes for specific conversions. If you're list building an email list or you're trying to track uh, the, the e-commerce those go deeper so those are the deeper conversion ads but i highly suggest you go there if you're looking for the conversion pieces you need to do conversion ads
1: yeah yeah so e-commerce places obviously a, a prime example but lots of others and essentially what we can do here is uh put that little pixel on your shopping cart page and you can talk or go back and retarget people who yeah. have gone to your sales page, but didn't actually complete checkout. And that's smart. Exactly, exactly. They, that's uh, almost
0: 70% abandoned cart. So, I mean, think about, and they had it in a shopping cart. So if you can put an ad in front of them again, reminding them, hey, you left that in your shopping cart. Yeah, it gets a big conversion.
1: And that's brilliant because, you know, if if you do go back and retarget those people that, okay, yes, you've lost 70% because they didn't complete for one reason or the other. But if you mm-hmm. go back and retarget those people, it's a little bit extra money to, to go and do that. But you know, you know that you're going to be putting that out to an audience who are highly likely. To you got it. Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. Yep, exactly. Exactly. And, and speaking of audiences, one of the things I talk about a lot, I think we should talk about is the audiences So we talked about what the the types of ads that there are but when i um teach people how to do like for instance just set up their ads manager account i start with audiences and then we talk about ads so there's three different types of audiences and that is the custom audiences and that's what i call i have my own wording for these things i call that warm so that's warm audience. And then the lookalike audience is something similar to a different audience, or to an audience that converts for you. And then there is what I call the cold audience, and they Facebook calls it saved audiences, but I call that the cold. And basically it kind of says what it is. So custom audiences are somebody that's warmed up to you in some way or another already. And what is cool about that is you were just talking about the shopping cart and how that's a highly targeted audience if they've left abandoned shopping cart. Well, I look at the custom audiences as you've warmed them up some way or another. So that's why I call it warm. Um, And those are, there's so many and people don't take advantage of them. And I just, these are the ones that if you want to convert, target these audiences, those custom audiences are so hot and there are email lists you can upload your email list so if you have that that's one of those you can read uh the warm audiences you can create is video viewers anybody that's watched a video i mean they're much like you can build that trust factor and warm them up with video and then target to those video viewers there is people that have been to your website that's a hot audience Uh, And then there's also the beautiful thing. I love this one too. They brought Instagram in. So you can target Facebook engagement and Instagram engagement. So anybody that's engaged on your Facebook page or your Instagram account within the last, you can go all the way up to a year. You can target those audiences that will give you, if you're doing your marketing day in, day out, that will give you a nice sized audience. So if I'm, let's say, uh, want to convert to a sale and want to market an actual sale not give away something for free a free offer or or but if I want to convert to a sale that's the hottest audience to to go after is the custom audience and I call it warm so think about it as a warm audience
1: that's really useful the Facebook and Instagram engagement I didn't know that you could do that is that just on Instagram or could you do it on Facebook too
0: Facebook and Instagram Mm -hmm. so it's all in uh if you're in business manager or your ads manager account ads manager you can go to the custom audiences and you will see all the different drop downs and there's an engagement one and under engagement you have video viewers instagram facebook uh there's quite a few you can even retarget lead ads there's a couple different ones that i don't use too often but um lots of different ones that you can create and these like i said don't focus on those um, the next layer that's really good is lookalike. So, as for lookalike audiences, the, those are the next layer that are probably your best bet. I call those cold still. They're not. They're not as. They're not warmed up by any means, but they are similar to the audiences that you already have. So you can do a lookalike that of people that have been to your website. So website traffic, you can do a lookalike of that. I highly suggest having at least 500 to 1,000 range before you go and create a lookalike audience. I mean, it kind of works better if you're more like a 1,000. So if you have a 1,000 in an email list or more, go ahead and create a lookalike of that email list. Yep. You could do a lookalike of fans of your page. So those can work extremely well too. But remember, those are a cold audience. They're not um, warmed up by by you yet. So that's the other one. And then cold audience is, um, the saved audiences is just your basic targeting what we talked about a little earlier, just targeting uh, who you think your target market is. And, uh, you can go after interests, behaviors. This has changed a little bit since Cambridge Analytica because they pulled some data from us, but it still does work very, very well. And you can, um, just go out. You could target fans of a, a competitive page. We talked a little bit about that. Fans of different. So think about a lot of people want me to target, for instance, Tony Robbins if they're coach or business coach. Oh. Fans of Tony Robbins, you know, because that's a huge account and there's a lot of fans. So it, it just think about your com- competition, but also um, just different interests. You just have to dig into that. If you go to there's a there's a Product called Audience Insights, where you can do a little research, yes. and it's within Facebook Ads Manager. Just you'll find it under there and go to Audience Insights. Do some research and then create a couple of those targeted audiences, and then they can geo-target it too if you have a local business.
1: So yes, you so can you bring say it within into your
0: local area.
1: Yeah, you can say within twenty miles of such and such, or you can give a postcode. The next obvious thing is that once we know the different types of audiences we can go out and test things depending on what our goal is whether we're looking to build a list or get some conversions get some sales it's then about you mentioned it earlier it's then about how you go out and test it so it sounds very complicated if nobody's done this before what do you do
0: it is going to be complicated to explain <laughs> but no it's it's not Well, first off, you're gonna have to go through some sort of training, you know, to really kind of know what you're doing. Um, But for testing, uh, I start, everybody's different. Everybody's different, but I start with creative. So how I do my ads when I launch ads is I will write the copy and I will stick with one copy, meaning the words that are going to go in the text area. So I write one of the, and it's all, it's the same across the board. But then I will take and usually I create four to five even different graphics. And then I will test video typically 90 plus percent of the time I'll, I'll throw a video against those graphics too and see if that converts better. So the first layer I do is to everywhere unless I know I'm doing an Instagram stories ad specifically or something like that, but I'm just saying, I will put it to everywhere to Facebook, Instagram, desktop, mobile, everywhere. I won't narrow that down. I will just say, I'll just do the default of what Facebook chooses and that's everywhere. Uh, marketplace man. I mean, there's a lot of places that they, they put push the ad out to, but I will focus on the creative. Then we, we need to get the results and which is you wanna to, want to have minimally, and this is getting a little deeper, but um, a couple, of, couple thousand reach to know your numbers pretty well. And then once you kind of know which, and if, right away if something's converting at an extremely high, I was doing a conversion ad for the jewelry company. Uh, we're building an email list and we were converting at $19 per conversion. And immediately, I stopped that ad. Like the second, I'm just like, you know what, how are we ever gonna get that to a price point that we want? So I just, you start over if it's drastic or you just go, okay, that that graphic's just so drastic, we'll get rid of it. You can always bring it back too and to retest it later, but focus on the ones that are doing the best. But it would give it, and you're supposed to give, it's really hard to do, but you are supposed to try to stick to 48 to 72 hours. 72 hours is kind of the rule of thumb to let your ad run uh, without touching it, without doing anything. Yeah. And I know a lot of people have a very hard time with that, as do I. Uh, then after that 72 hours, you look at the results and you go, okay, these, this is working best. Or sometimes I've kept a couple graphics going and if they're kind of you know, tied in a way, and then I might go, okay, well, we're going to keep those two graphics and then we're going to test copy no actually i do stick with the same copy for a little while and and it it depends um i actually like to test audiences second and then i do copy after that so that's kind of how i work but um you could go test i I just suggest creative first because it's about the graphics that's kind of your big or or video or whatever it may be that's kind of your biggest asset that's going to stand out the so you really want to get know which ones are converting yeah. Then go, to, you can either go to the copy, changing the wording after that, or um, audiences. If you really feel like you're hitting your target audience, then go to the copy second.
1: So the concept then is that you'll create your ad, you put it out to your particular audience, and then you'll run the ad, but there'll be several versions and you'll be looking to test one thing. you will saying the creative, which is like the ad copy Um, Mm -hmm. and creative can also be the picture that you put with it or the video that you put with it
0: exactly
1: and what you do is you do several versions of that ad creative if that's what you're testing and then you you run that for 48 to 72 hours and you look at which is the winner and the one that wins goes through to the next round where you can then test that against something else and you can Continue to test the same thing. Take the winner and then test it forever and ever. Or never. <laughs> yeah, or you can test other aspects like your audience. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Exactly, and audiences are great. You know, that's a big thing that you need to test. Um, I just like to test the creative and get to that narrowed down first. Then I'll go to the audiences. Exactly.
1: Brilliant. Wow. And it's
0: great to test it on uh, to start out if you have a decent sized, warm audience, custom audiences that's a great way to to test things the first time around. If you have that, some, some companies won't, don't have that. And so we just have to go straight up with the cold, you know, who they think their target audience is.
1: Yeah. Uh, Do you know what? The thing I love about this is that yes, there's a bit about having to get used to the platform. um, and there's a learning curve in that, you know, how you actually complete the, the ads and the bits that you put in. But once you've got your head around that, um, it's then really is just a case of testing one thing after the other and the data will tell you if you're doing the right thing.
0: Exactly. Exactly. Yep. Yep. And, and it's, you know, there's certain criteria to look at and that goes a little deeper. I mean, you want to know your decent cost per click or whatever your goal is. If you feel like you're paying too much, if you don't have any idea on what a good cost per click should be then it's harder you know it's harder to to do that type of thing video views are great because they're so cheap um those are typically penny to up to three pennies during the holiday season you know per view there's just different criteria to look at but but it's also looking at what's your roi so what are you willing to pay because if you're for instance if you're a contractor and you want to get leads for your contracting business, and your average product is a $50,000 remodel, you're going to be spending some more money than the average uh, email list building, which is 3 to $5 per email list putting somebody into your email list. Does that make sense?
1: It does, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you're willing to pay more for that customer because the customer's worth more to you. Exactly. You get- get your money back so this is a fascinating subject there's so much more that we could explore here but i know that, <laughs> I, <don't... laughs> so I think it feels like that we've just tipped um <laughs> tipped the iceberg and all that so i, I know that time sure before i ask you for your final tips if somebody's looking to get a hold of you or sure. at your podcast or anything like that how do they do that
0: the easiest way is just Janet janetejohnson.com just don't forget the e Because otherwise, there's too many of the Janet Johnsons. Uh, So JanetEJohnson.com. Honestly, that will lead you to anywhere and everywhere. Um, The podcast is in there. My courses are in there. My services, if you want to reach out to me for anything. um, I do have a free guide that I just wrote. on uh, It's key conversions for Instagram and Facebook. And if you want that, it's just JanetEJohnson.com backslash key, K-E-Y so that's a new guide that's out there and yeah that's it pretty much
1: wonderful what we'll do is we'll make sure we put um, we'll put all those links up on the show notes page that link will be get forward slash 43 i'll remind you about that in a moment uh, before we do wrap this up final tips can you give us one or two really gold tips to help us get the most from our marketing spend
0: Know your audiences, really focus in and make sure that we talked about those audiences, but a lot of people, what they do is go, Oh, I'll get to those audiences, go in and really spend some time researching who your audience potentially is because who you think your audience is might not be who your audience really is if that makes sense Um, and how you can learn some of that would be even just looking at your Facebook page. If you've had a page for a while, the insights on Facebook will tell you a lot about who is engaging and even Instagram business accounts now tell you a lot about in your, they have insights in there and you can learn who is engaging with your content and who your target audience is. Bring that into your audiences that you create inside of ads manager because if you really hit your right audience, you will convert.
1: Brilliant, brilliant. So yes, check out your insights. That should give you a start to pretend and then it's a just a mm-hmm. case of really getting in, learn your audience. And I think you're right actually, there's a lot of people that I speak to and I coach, and they have some idea about who their target market is, and they will be really good at it. Sometimes that's not the case. Certainly was the case for me when I started out as a business coach. I thought, well, look, let's start with a low-hanging fruit. That's going to be everybody who's just starting a business right now. And it turns out that's not the low-hanging fruit because those people who just started out aren't looking for help because they think they can do it all themselves, and they haven't come across any problems and challenges and issues that happen. So sometimes there is an education there on that. Thank you so much for everything you shared today. Yeah. And thanks for having me, Clyde. Oh, my pleasure. My pleasure. If you want to find out more about Janet, then do go and check out our podcast, check out her website. Uh, all the links there are on the show notes page. So just go to get real about forward slash 43. If you want to hang out more, if you want to ask questions, then the other thing that you can do is to go to my Facebook group called and in the right. Uh, so this is where you can come and hang out with us. And come and join us too, Janet. For sure. Uh, and, uh, yeah, come ask us questions. Tell us what you think about the show. And uh, you know, we'd just love to hear from you. That is all we've got time for today. We're going to be back next time with some more tips and strategies for you to grow your business. Until then, take care of yourself. Here's to you and your highly successful business.